Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. I could just get like <laughs> our news. Yeah, exactly. It's the hope that kills you. First like, time with like with like a little body with a New York Yankees tattoo, a Rangers tattoo, and I put it right here <laughs> on my thigh, right there. It's just like a tattooed guy hanging himself. Or, or, or you, I you already got that, that space. Yeah. I was like, get it on a really painful part. <laughs> I'll put it on this side of my ribcage. There it is. <laughs> it's bad. I know what my next tattoo is. I'm going to get a guy hanging. It'll look like Hangman the game, right? Because there'll be words under it. But he'll be a tattooed white guy. Uh, and his tattoos will be sports teams. Hope. It's the hope that yeah. kills you. Welcome to the Pulpery Sportscast with Brock and Ben, where we run down the sports headlines we notice from around the world, focus on what we are interested in, and get angry about the little things. Uh, yeah, we'll just we'll sit. start off with uh, this has been a depressing week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I know, just bad shit all around. But yeah, or I'll, I'll try and keep it quick. But yeah, so the longtime Cardinals announcer, play-by-play guy, radio guy, yes, passed away uh, this past week. I mean, he he retired. We talked about him last yep. week. Did we? I don't know. We've talked about him a lot. Maybe it yeah. wasn't last week. Maybe it's two weeks. Well, ago. no, no. That were we've. We've talked about the TV, TV broadcast. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what I was thinking. Uh, no, like Shannon was the... Mike Shannon was a former player. He was on like the 64 and 67 teams. Huh. Um, like terrible stats, but he was al- he was always honest about that. He was like, I, I was a bad player. But, uh, Nothing but, wrong you know, with that. You played in the majors. Yeah, it, it were, I mean, it just so happens like him and Bob Euchre were teammates. And then they both go into their prospective radio booths and they've been there and ever since. And fucking kill it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, Shan- I mean, Shannon, you could swear he was drunk in games, but then... then well, you- it was the, the 60s. Well, or, or this was, yeah, 70s and the late 70s into the 80s and then throughout the 90s and he retired, but yeah, he, like he two years ago. But he played in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, so he was more than likely drunk. Yeah, well, I mean, and and on air it always sounded like it. Oh, but, well, that's, that's it, of course. But then you see it interviews with him sober, and it was just, oh, that's just how that dude is. I mean, he's just... He's Brockmeyer. Yeah. Without the alcohol. Yeah. I, I'm sure there was alcohol involved. I mean, there were... I thought that was a prerequisite of the yeah, position. I want to say, I mean, there were... Before he had, like, really bad, really, really bad kidney problems and... A, oh, yeah diabetes i think like i want to say that there's a couple of old pictures where he had like a handle of jack daniels just like right there yeah and then of course like stadium beer and stuff like that well, yeah, like it's just in the, the, the line in the of, 80s the line of cups right is what it is yeah yeah which is i mean just goes to and of course he's sitting next to jack buck and then <laughs> and then immediately they flash the picture of like jack buck and harry Carey in the stands with no shirts on and just a line of beers in front of him jack buck man why did his son turn out to be oh because you know he didn't do the well anyway okay we could get, that's we'll, a separate <laughs> conversation we'll save that for but football season a legend a legend in st louis broadcasting and uh 
it's not a surprise, but it's just it's still sad. But yeah, yeah he got he got COVID and it just he had he had what is it like long haul COVID and it, he he was just never the same after it. So yeah. But you know, one of Beck's good friends Actually, made it into friend. his eighties, so you can't complain about that. Yeah, the wife's good friend had a uh, best friend. Yeah, had, has the long haul, mm-hmm. long COVID. <laughs> Fuck. But thankfully, Mike Shannon is was not calling games for this season because yeah, no, thank God this season would would be killing him. You know what happened? But right? we'll get to. I'll I'll get to that he, later. He he retired. Was he still married? Yeah, I think, yeah. Okay. I was going to say he retired. It's just like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. No, I mean, that that's pretty much what it was. Right. Yeah. I mean, once he was out, I mean, kind of the same with Tim McCarver. Tim McCarver retired, and within two years, he was gone. Right. So. Because they had been in the sport for their entire right. fucking lives, and they don't know what to do with themselves. Sure. It's a thing. You can give up on yourself. Right. Sorry. Which is kind of what the Rangers did. And I'm sorry. Too soon. And we'll get to that. Um, so city drop points. Yeah. But. But they're still in second place. Right. And. That's because. I'm, I mean, it very well could be like that for the rest. They're third. You know what? That's probably about how it's going to shake out. Do we figure out how many teams, how many games they play? Uh, I think we talked about it. 28? I think roughly, yeah. But then they're it's like but then they're also doing the the US version of the FA Cup. Yeah, no, I was more worried about league games and max points. And, and I'm stuff. trying to think too. Uh LAFC's in the CONCACAF Champions League. Is too. it the finals? Yeah. Are they no no, they're at the second leg of the semifinals. Right, yeah. Um right, it's getting close to the finals. Them in Philadelphia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Along with um a couple of two of the uh like Las Tigres or whatever those teams yeah. are down there, Club Americano. I don't know. But um, I think it's like I, you know, barring some collapse, I think no, they put themselves. They're in a good position to where if they just if if they can you know draw on the road, minimize their losses. Goal differential is the exact same for the top three. <laughs> St. Louis has scored more more and given up more. Yeah, I always look at goal differential. Sure. Sorry. Just like in hockey. Um, so they should be at least and, and, right, fairly secure barring, in a playoff spot. Barring like a, a, a Chelsea-like collapse or um, Tottenham. <laughs> Please don't do that. Please. Um, they came out with the same lineup too, yeah? Yeah. Because I was... No, I mean, well, and it wasn't like a drubbing. It was just... No, no, no. 2-1. And... It's also Portland. Portland's well, that's what my next historically are in their in their uh, length of their franchise. They've been they've been pretty good, but it was at home. It wasn't in Portland. Um, that's the tough one. Yeah, but that but but they've already played Portland twice, so Portland's off off their schedule for the Thank rest of the Christ. year. Christ. Yeah, and we haven't played LAFC yet. No, that'll be all. fun though. Yeah, no, that's that's what Giorgio Chiellini. Me, yeah, I know, man. He needs to uh, come back. And uh, or who's the who's the U.S. star on that? Is it uh, Arayan Arena? Claudio Arena. Yeah, Arena. No, I yeah. thought he was still in Germany. I thought oh. that was Pepe, or Pepe, or whatever it is. Pepe. Yeah. Pep. 
I'll figure it out. No, the son of or yeah, the son of the dudes in Germany. There's there's one of the U.S. men's team stars is on. And that. there's one of the uh, on LAFC. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mexico's. Oh, uh, uh, Chicharito. No, Chicharito is on the Galaxy. Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Giorgio Chiellini's there. So. Well, let's let's stay in soccer real quick. Okay. And then so we can do, or Premier League talk, and then we can talk about your boy. <laughs> in the in the shifty chess pieces. Fucking assholes. So, are picking up with what we were talking about off mic. I, or I guess the big thing is is Man City has poised themselves. Now, whether they could actually win the treble or not. So, oh, go ahead, go ahead. But, yeah. but I just wanted to show you Chelsea's Chelsea. last five. That's a whole bunch of red. <laughs> All right? Just saying. They're at a negative goal differential. So Man City drubbing Arsenal last week. Yeah, and then Arsenal takes it out. And Holland literally pulled his dick out on, on the field, except it was his hair. He took his fucking hair down and then scored a goal. That's that's his metaphorical penis. That's exactly it's what it's his man bun. He took it out. And then he did, like, there's gifts of him shaking yeah. it out. Yeah. Fuck you, I hate that you're on Man City. Play anybody else other than Man United. Yeah. Why but like all these all this shifting around particularly Tottenham shitting shitting the bed too has allowed Liverpool so Klopp shaved shaved saved yeah no no look saved his job I don't know if they're if they can get close enough to get in the top four though no but I mean seven like points with, going from 11th to 5th well they just trade in the places second half with Chelsea the, yeah in the second half of the season though I mean that that's still a good a good run considering They've well, had some injuries. Were, you and, knew they were gonna. Well, and I and mean, then of course they, oh God, on they, top of that, like where Ashton Villa cooled off, like, like we said, Tottenham shit the bed. Chelsea's completely well, shit the bed. Villa's going to pass Tottenham. Yeah. And, and Brighton and Brentford may as well. But you, good for Brentford. Like your, right. your second year up and you're going to be in the, in the top 10. Leeds were that the first year up. Yeah. And it's been relegation battle after relegation battle. Although we'll get to them and, and yeah. Big Sam. Big Sam. So so going going down to your boy, so is that is that Allegri move serious or is that just rumor? There, well, right now there's I hope it's fucking serious. Because that is, is a genius way of moving Allegri up to the sporting director, is that what it is? Right. And because um, he's still under contract for exactly, what, for, it doesn't for the rest like, of his life. He's got like a Bobby Bonilla deal or something. <laughs> like just we can't get rid of him. Unfortunately, that wasn't in the fuzzy numbers, so they can't. <laughs> nope, they can't make that go away. But now it's become the locker room is starting to turn on him. Sure. But before, it's Juventus, you know, and that shit doesn't happen. It's just like, but again, they're professional athletes. So Chiesa's been bitching about having to play a wing back, essentially. You yeah. Know, Di, he's sat Di Maria. He doesn't like Di Maria. Or there is something there. Um, I, 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 it's probably because Allegri plays everybody out of position and, and plays terrorist ball. 
Well, I, I would think too with as many coaching changes or managerial changes across the international spectrum that's happened this year, plus as we talked about certain individuals waiting to be enticed to come in. Well, there is one individual. If you're sitting on a, a, a fairly hefty contract that you don't want to eat, yeah, shift them aside so that you can then open up that avenue. For the... the a, a, a balding Frenchman. A bald Frenchman. Basically, uh, Benzema's idol. Let, let's, let's just say that. Because Benzema's trying his best at on. I would say almost... I mean, it should be almost every French, modern French player. Yeah, but Benzema's the one but, that's yeah. like... I'm him, but up front. He is not... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I am him a Jace. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I... My fear is he stays, and then there's a mass exodus, and we're fucked for the foreseeable future. Right. And, and, like, getting those 15 points back didn't mean dick. Other than we're in the Champions League next year. Yeah, but if what you say is going to happen, then they're they, going to be out in the knockout or in the... In the what am I, the, the group stage? Yeah. Yeah, like they were this year. Yeah. And then now they're in the semifinals, but they got to play Sevilla, which is, like, the Real Madrid of Europa League. <laughs> <Swear> <laughs> no, to God, look it up. Um... <laughs> Which makes, I mean, of course it makes sense. So, I, I don't know. They drew with Bologna this weekend with, with a lion share of possession. Like, dudes missing clear-cut sitters. One of the kids, Sule, Argentine. Sorry, I got on a tangent here. That's what happens when you play Bologna. It's yeah. slippery. Well, he had the <laughs> fucking goal open. So much so that... The team was basically celebrating and then all crashed to their knees at the same time. Because yeah. he wasn't even close. <laughs> he wasn't. He even put it on for... So these are the things. But Allegra needs to go away. <laughs> because... You need, you need to send him to a farm in upstate. He needs to go... No, we're going to... You know what we're going to do? We're going to send him to Vegas. There you go. To run a casino. <laughs> until I find out what he really did. <laughs> Then I will give him a kiss. Yeah. All right. We got time to hammer through this. Uh... Well, this shouldn't take long. This is this is more for you, for your enjoyment before you go into your dark, dark place. But So, so Brad Marchand's tears, <laughs> you could shoot that shit into my veins. And it is almost, almost, almost close, a close... Made it okay that the Rangers got knocked out. Well, so I mean, and and your villains are no so Marshawn's yeah. out, Corey Perry's out. Correct. Fuck them both. <laughs> Fuck them both. And then so President's Trophy winner out early round yet again. Returning Cup champion out. Two. <laughs> the expansion team also the, the what Kraken. We're, what we're completely glossing over in our love fest of Boston losing is they were also up three games to one, one. in that series. So let's not forget that. Um, and they had a lead in the third period, period in game seven and gave up a goal with a minute left. So karma <laughs> sucks, you fuck faces. <laughs> Dickheads. But, oh, man. So it's awesome. So we said yeah. the most recent of the two, 
eight teams left. The most recent champion was Carolina in 06. Yeah. Well, yeah, Florida hadn't won. Kraken haven't won. Stars haven't won since No, what? I think Florida won one. Oh, they did way back. Like, yeah. was that 01 or something? Yeah, it like was that? before Carolina won. Like, yeah. In the early odds. That's yes. right, yeah. It was a fluke, too, right? It was, well, it was one of those things where, like, the president's trophy gets knocked out, and then in the second round you get that eight seed, and you beat them, and then you're in the... Once you get to the conference finals, man. You're in, yeah, you're in your groove. Yeah, exactly. If you can get past that... <laughs> the Rangers just... <laughs> Well, and also we didn't point out, so yeah, the last two expansion teams are now in the next round. Correct. And then, get mm-hmm. this, all, let's, one, two, three, four, half of the teams left are in the south. Yeah. Well, I guess the Vegas is the west, but yeah. So fuck. Hot weather. Hot, Hot weather. weather, yes. But, real quick, there is still a chance of an all-Canadian final. Yeah. I mean, that would be... Tampa got... I mean, Toronto got over the hump, so they may be ready. Either that or they should to... be bad and they get swept. Well, I mean, that's that's usually something, too. Like, there's... You know, you you have those teams that haven't been there in a while. Michael they Jordan... finally make it to the finals, and then it's... You're Mike, gone. Michael, yeah, the Rangers did that. <laughs> yeah. They got, they got snuffed <laughs> out in five games by L.A. Um, because the Oilers got close a few years back, close. Yeah, I mean not. Dallas was in the finals COVID year. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, and what was her? And I think it was a year after where the Oilers. Why am I blanking on his name? Who's the star on the Oilers that ki- or that kid? There's like five. There's. It's not Connor McDavid. Is yeah, it? yeah, that or okay. that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, because but know, it was like had... two or three years ago he went on like a crazy playoff run right. where, he, where he was like Holland but on and they, ice and they're doing that now. So yeah, that'll be an interesting series. Um, yeah, look, so you have to get over your villain, right? Yeah, Jordan had to get over the Pistons. You know those those sort of things, right? But the Maple Leafs is the entire playoff system, correct? <laughs> but that first round, you know, you see, like I think it felt like a. Almost a Stanley Cup, so now everybody can chill, chill out. out. Or they're going to do the best, best Maple Leafs thing that they can do. And get, get swept. And get swept now. <laughs> Piss all that to a fucking, to a fucking team yeah. from Miami. I mean, or I don't mind saying. I mean, we're we're sadists here. We we take pleasure in other people's pain. So, so yep, yeah. exactly. Although I want them to win because mother. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, in this scenario, and. We're we're due for an all Canadian final. I, I it's I, I, I can't remember. We should have looked it up. Yeah. We should have just looked at the last time. No, because Canadian teams were in the finals recently. I was gonna say, um uh Was it Montreal? Yeah. Made it last year, wasn't it? No, it was Tampa in Oh no, uh, we're uh, two ass, yeah, two, two years, years ago. ago. Who beat them in the West? Was that Saint Louis year? Might have, might have been. No, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. So there. We'll have the, that. The point yeah. is, there has been Canadians, but an all-Canadian final. Yeah. Oh man, that that would burn that that country to the <laughs> ground. Literally, just because people in Montreal would be like, "Ah, fuck this," <laughs> in French. Sorry. So, 
I guess we won't get to the Saints draft. And um, was it Isaiah from? Yeah, there it is from Notre Dame. Yeah, I love this man already. He. Uh, I mean, I like him because he's from Notre Dame. Well, but, that, that's you know. the other thing. Like, I. I it, yeah, he should. He should be. He's. Our our, will, our beautiful friends Padawan. He will be. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. He, he will be Cam's Padawan, uh, or Kung Fu. Could you imagine if he grew the Fu Manchu back out? Yeah. Kamara, and then he was he went full on like, I'm the master. Oh. You are the student. I am the master. Even better if they're like best friends. pulls you in well no no so <laughs> so the, the thing the rangers lost spoiler alert um <laughs> why yeah fuck and i'll get to why in a minute but um so there were articles that, i mean the deadspin article that you sent to me yeah. was talking about that and it's true like in the early rebuild which only lasted like two years because dolan was like no we got to do this yeah fuck you but God, man, that was such a good hockey team. Shesterkin stood on his fucking head. Like, the three games the Rangers won, they scored five goals in each, right? Yeah. And gave up one, one, and two. And I think the second one was, doesn't matter. They lost 2-1 in overtime, which hurts my soul because they should have won that game. Yeah, that was that was the ball, ball buster. Yeah, exactly. That was the Devils going, oh, we could do this. Right. And then they proceeded to get out coached for the next two two games. Both of they got shut out fucking twice. You can't get shut out in the fucking NHL playoffs. Especially when you have power plays. Well, I mean, what, they were getting three yeah. and four chances on a power play every single game. Well, it seemed like the Devils figured out like, oh, if we don't give up stupid penalties, that's basically we could actually win this. And then they did, but because you I, all can't score five on five. Nope, five on five has been our weakness for the history <laughs> of the Rangers. <laughs> Unless you have, you know, Mark Messier, right? You know, dragging you along. <laughs> you know, and they had Brian Leach. You know, Mike Richter, the spine. But I'm always going to say, offense, defense, goalie. Right. The Rangers kind of had that, but. <sighs> The Devils, they they did this hybrid of pressing. Like, I've never seen a team press that high up the ice. Like, they're forwards, not forechecking, but, like, right, the yeah. Rangers have the puck. Even on a power play, they were in their offensive zone on top of the Rangers, and the Rangers looked scared on the puck. Yeah. Passing everywhere. It's just, it was shit. But... Then what well, almost seems like, I mean, to use like soccer parlance, is that 
the Devils closed down the outside and funneled the Rangers like into the middle. Right. And well, then the it Rangers was like, thing was like they want to get the ball cross ice, right? Like you're switching the field. You get yeah. everybody moving this way. It's not easy to turn around. So you get the puck to the other. No. They clogged the neutral zone. If they weren't pressing, they just literally, there was no room in the neutral zone. Yeah. So the Rangers were forced to dump and chase, and the Devils are way too fast to do that. But I was going to say, like, that really hasn't worked since the mid 80s, or at least pre so pre uh, Red Wings run. Like, the no, because the, the last Rangers run, they were speedy and right, fast, yeah. and they were running up against teams like. Well, and that's what's yeah, that's what's fascinating to me is that, I mean, like 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 you said, like even last year they had a lot more speed, right? And the team just sort of aged, which is the scary part because we were supposed to be young. We're in like the third, fourth year of our third year of the rebuild, right? right. When you rebuild, you expect to get younger. Well, I think that's when James Dolan came in and was like. We yeah. need to get this Let me re- tinker. We need to get this rebuild moving faster. I mean, granted, I mean your your trades were for veteran veteran scoring. Yes, yeah. I get it. And Tarasenko's always hurt, but when he was on the ice, fine. Patrick Kane just he looked old at times. Well, yeah, but I mean, for a couple of games, he looked like Patrick fucking Kane. He was controlling the puck sure. in the offensive zone. He was doing his thing. I, I I don't I don't know. The problem with this team is they need to play from out front. Yeah. And and I know they went down a goal in three of the game all three of the games that they won. Um but yeah, they have a hard time. And then when they don't score by like the middle of the second period, they start panicking. <laughs> and you could see it, you could sense it. And then game seven, when that that, second goal... And that never ends well. Fuck When a team is panicking. So the first goal that... The the Rangers gifted them the first goal. Yeah. It was... We're on the power play. Oh, and by the way, the Devils scored two shorthanded goals this series. See, that's never good. Two. Yeah. Two different games, you give up two shorthanded goals. Because of turnovers. One of them, we have the ball in our defensive zone. Sam. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> Sorry. Little Sam, we'll call him. Uh. Um, yeah, I, I just... <coughs> and Shesterkin, bless his soul. I feel he is like Lundquist now. Like he's going to spend the next 10 years of his life Doing everything he can. Dude, he stood on his fucking head in Game 7 until we literally gave the puck away on the boards and left a devil wide fucking open in front of Shesterkin. Yeah. And he did zip, zip, and put it in. Uh, well, and in, the, and in this day and age, it's rare for like a, a goalie just to get straight beat. Because, uh, I mean... You know, it's not, it's such an odd, you know, you, you look back at the Gretzky highlights and it seems like he was on a breakaway all All the the fucking fucking time time. or even like Fedorov and, and Iserman and them. 
But nowadays, like, that's usually cut off really quick. Right. So if the goalie, if if you get, like, burned like that, it's typically because your defensemen and other people Turnovers. are just getting in front of them. Turnovers. Blocking views, uh, allowing, never, allowing people into gaps that shouldn't be allowed into. Clean goals aren't happening unless it's a power play. And right. You got a guy, but, like, you're not coming down the ice and wristing a goal. No, I mean, it is dirty hockey in the playoffs. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. The Devils did their thing. After the first goal in Game 7, they were... Uh, it was done. Like you, It was done. And then, like, three minutes later, they scored again, and I went, fuck! But uh, also... And, and his, promptly turned it off. Yeah. Historically speaking, I mean, a team that is on the on the upswing and they are um they're going to be they're scary the rest of the playoffs yeah but it, it very well could be that they spent all their mojo and blew their wad they're they're a young 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 team right you know what they remind me of the rangers team team last year that's what i was going to say is that and eventually you all hit a wall in the finals yeah, yeah. i mean in the conference finals yeah so i mean it happens uh, the Avalanche are a super, super young team, and they did that last year. Right. Against an aging... I mean, Tampa did it when they were young. It yes. took them a couple of tries, but when they did it, they went three in a row. Yeah. I just don't understand why my Rangers can't do that, man. Like you said, hockey gods. I mean, it's Man, that... the hockey gods were trash this series. Well, and it's that... Uh, you know, I think that's where, like, you take, you know, uh, football yep. and hockey, and I, I, I even lump baseball in it, where it's just, it's, like, if it's happening with one dude, it's happening with a million of them, like, they're just, you know, a yep. quarter a quarter of a centimeter off, right? or they're, you know, it's and just, and in hockey, it they're is. not feeling it, they're not seeing it, and it becomes quicksand for the whole team. And it's like you're just narrowly missing, and it's not. And then all it takes is like literally for somebody to like queef in the audience, and then all of a sudden the wind shifts a little bit, so, and all of a sudden your mojo's back moving the right way. Andre Pilat won three Stanley Cups with uh, Tampa. Excuse me. The devil signed him for a veteran presence, right? Yeah. Rangers tried to do that. He went over, looked like shit for the first two games. <laughs> Actually, the first game at all. The first two games. Yeah. Um, and then in game three, was it game three or four? He scored an empty net goal at some point. Like, meaningless fucking goal to game four. But, and, that, but that's what he needed. And even if even though it was a meaningless goal, he went on to, yeah, do Andre Pilat things. Pull out his dick. <laughs> and I thought Mika was going to do it when he finally scored in game six. Five and I yeah. went, yeah, okay, here we go. Here we go, yeah. Nope. Actually, it wasn't game five. It was game six. I got shut out in game five. Well, and but, I mean, when the when that doesn't carry over into the people around you, or, yeah. or you get those one-offs, and it's still, like, the <laughs> luck isn't going your way. The goalie's playing out of his mind, right? So instead of shooting it on goal, now you're missing the goal completely. Cause you're right, trying yeah. To be or you're fucking, trying to thread it in. You're to, trying to be fucking perfect. Yeah. Where in hockey, everyone just, knows, get it on fucking net. Right, and then just bang, 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 bang. if bang, he bang, doesn't bang. catch it, guess what's going to happen? You're going right. to have a fucking puck right there. Like, that's... 
playoff hockey. Get it on the fucking net. Yeah. And when guess what? When they were doing it, Chris Kreider was scoring Sorry. goals. Tip-ins and shit. He scored six of them in the first four games. Right. Or there was that one he hit off like the back heel of his stick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... But it's just... Like the first goal of game three where the we were watching it, it went... Was that three? The puck just went... Flying over yeah. his head. Just stupid shit like that. Whatever. Fuck them. Let's move on to Leeds because that'll definitely make me feel better. <laughs> game six, just real quick. Game six, thank God it was a blowout uh, because Keenan, <laughs> gentleman from the, from the bar, uh, wanted to get his uh, bachelor's degree in hockey from me, apparently. <laughs> Um, and I, I get that. It's my fault for being at a bar to watch a hockey game. But, Keenan, if you're listening, that's a doubt. Um, I hope you learned something. There you go. All right, Leeds. Let's fucking do this. We're going to talk about Sam first and Orteta. Well, I, yeah, I mean. Are we going to talk about the Orte- match? Orteta. What did I. Orta. I didn't say Ortiz. So. Um. I get where I don't know if there's much to go about over the game other than like we really needed that fucking win, which is it's the third game in a row that they should have that they really needed to win and they didn't. So one goal, one goal goal is not going to get it done. Melier made a terrible mistake on the first goal. Absolutely terrible mistake. You yeah. cannot make that mistake in a game like this. As a goalie, I'm not coming out for the ball unless I know I can get to it. He's always, what do they say, caught between two minds? Well, I think he's he's at that stage, like we were talking about, uh, like when things go the opposite way for a hockey goalie. Like he's, he's in that realm of going, my defense can barely stop anything so especially on the back post yeah i've got to go and do something about it and then he get and it's it's not a fucking hockey net so you're you're being caught i mean that happened in the was it the lesser game um no, the no, no game the, was a breakaway the fulham game Correct. like he I think he was, was out of position yep. yeah so on on it, one hand yeah like what the fuck are you doing but at the on the other hand is He's trying to do too much, right? Knowing that on set pieces, the defense isn't particularly good at getting to the ball first, right? And yeah. I think I think our discussion about what you know the the Rangers' bad luck, the leads that had that all season, and they can't get anything, getting their mojo. They need to centered and right. Do yeah. not talk to them. Yeah, or, yeah. Maybe they need to drink some beard tea. No, no. What did he call it? A not barbecue-induced hallucinations. <laughs> but that that explains why in the last 24 hours they got rid of their sporting director. Or, or Orta. Teta. Sorry. Orca? Is that what you said? Orta. Yeah. Victor Orta. Orca. Who is a, you know, a... I think he's Argentinian. Um, um, Portuguese. Or is he Portuguese? I thought he was South American. I mean, he's from... Anyway, very passionate guy. Helped them build the team to get out of the championship. Right. Um, he was there. Did he a lot of the amazing start, things. Yeah. Um, when, and I'm not even going to try it, Randazzi, whatever. 
um, bought the team. Radriani. Yeah, I was just going to say Randazzo. That's the best I can do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Italian. Um, <laughs> he came on board. It was like Deshaun Payton. Right. And like everything came on board at that point and they worked their way up. Um, so, yeah, that was big and a surprise. I mean, the manager, okay, that makes sense. You've got how many matches? Four? Well, I think so. What? Go to the uh, stand. I'm sorry, the standings, real quick. What are this? This is their schedule here. If I can get oh, my well, mouse to work. Four. Yeah. How I want to see where we are. Fuck, man, and two of those. Are so we are. We're only up on on goal differential above Nottingham Forest, and we're below Leicester again because of goal differential. So it's all points now. God, we're really close to Everton too. So yeah. there is not a. Well, I think or we're. God, look at that growth. Before loss, we loss, loss, yeah. draw, loss. Before we get to the manager, or at least, or at least what has been assumed. So, I think what killed Orta was he was the one who wanted to bring in Jesse Marsh. Yeah, and then, uh, and then because he got cold feet. You know, they go out, they get Weston McKinney, they do, they they had that big transfer window, and then it was, I don't know if it was Orta or if they let the board make the decision, but within six days of getting McKinney, they fired Marsh. Which, that always baffled me. Right. Like, Leeds were in that, what, 12, 13, 14 spot, like, pretty clear of the bottom. Yeah. Again, not playing awesome football, and this was right after the World Cup. You had the month of January, and then transfer window ends, and then they fire. Well, and and they brought in these guys that Marsh was like, hey, let's let's They're try and get these dudes. Him a yeah. And then and then you get him there, you you get him what he wants, and then no, all right, you're gone. And then you got to bring in a caretaker, and then while you do your due diligence, which makes sense, but if they were going to hire Big Sam. Um, I think that's where that's where they're hedging their bets. So it's like they got a guy who's proven to get teams out of the championship, right? Or it, he can barely keep them up. Is it too little, too late? I guess is my thing. Like if they were going to do this, why not do it before you play the three most important matches of the season and go o one and two? Well, or I, sorry, o two and one. Yeah, I mean that's where. That's where I find it interesting is that when they got rid of Bielsa, they already had Marsh waiting in the wings. And so it was this quick transition in. Right. And But this time it was like they, they got rid of Marsh and they didn't seem to have a plan. And they had those like two or three games under under the caretaker. Like, right. And then uh, they then they hired, hired or hobby. appointed right. Javi. Grassi, Grassi, Grassias. Right. Gracia. Garcia. Garcia. So. I don't know, man. I I am. Can, how do you watch I mean, championship are, football? Uh, is that on the ESPN Plus? It probably is. Or, or, or maybe like FS1. Or, you know, the Fox. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to look. Because um, you know why? Because we're going to be on NBC. We're going to be on the cock next year. Well, you and know. Premier, that's the peacock. For if, if the team can pull their shit together knowing knowing you're not going to beat Man City well 
Well, again, granted, like you might, but you might catch, but that's sort of my point is you go into that almost like AFC Richmond and being like, there's no chance in hell. And you still might, but you still play balls out because you're like, hey, fuck it, let's go. But, razor's If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Yeah, amongst all the injury talk, it was, oh, activated was Harrison Bader. I missed that because all I couldn't see past the half the active <laughs> roster. How many men are on a, on a t- 26, 28? Uh, yeah, 26. Should be, or maybe I'm thinking of in the old days, but so thirteen, thirteen for for the non-math people in the world, that would be half so, yeah. of your major league roster. So if you if you want to pay a lot of money to see the Scranton Yankees, and you know, okay, head so on they over brought to the Bronx. they brought Harrison Bader, he he came off, so t- call it twelve. No, it's still thirteen. Yeah. yeah. Um, fuck all of you. Here we go. All right. So the the Scranton. Here we go. Aaron Hicks, and he wants to know why he wasn't in the lineup earlier this year. He's batting one fifty two with a two hundred on base. Excellent. <laughs> Can't even get a walk. <laughs> nope. As Waldo Cabrera. Can't even get hit by a pitch. <laughs> As Waldo Cabrera who is starting in the outfield. 191 with a 220 on base. He's due. He's due. (laughs) Will Calhoun. Ask me who he is. Who is he? I have no fucking clue. I've never heard of him. I mean, I'm sure he was on some prospect list for Scranton, but... You know what, though? He probably got some playing time at the University of Indiana. I can't give him shit. Because he's batting higher than Aaron Hicks. So, it's only 214, but still. I think you're batting higher than Aaron Hicks. I have had more bats than Aaron Hicks at this point in time. Okay. Now we get into some of the... DJ LeMayhew, he's batting 260. Whatever. 325 on base. Oh, I'm sorry. The OPS. I was reading the wrong thing earlier. My fault. Um, Aaron Hicks is a whopping 372. Ooh. Right. And then it jumps to 600. So, uh, Anthony Rizzo, to the surprise of absolutely no one, is batting 280. Mm. Right? Torres, second about base. about for him. Yep. Yeah. Torres, second base, batting 240. And the rookie who went, he was down to, what, 119 last time we talked? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's up to 214. Same as the as Will Calhoun. <laughs> the fuck, man. So the the mm. Nestor Cortez uh, had a miserable outing. Basically, what I'm trying to say is the Yankees are shit, and I don't understand how an organization, one of the richest in the world, ends up with thirteen guys on the DL. Excuse me, IL. Um, we talked about it last week with sports science, whatever people here or there and all that. Like, is it the, the 
what the, are baseball players that soft or it baseball seasons you know eight months or whatever and you've got to do the long haul thing what the fuck I think we're the 13 players don't put themselves on the aisle that comes from the organization does it though I mean, a player could go, oh, I'm not ready or, you know, I still I'm feel not, this. Yeah. But it's, it's, the, it's the manager who designates them to be on, whether it's, you know, or what do we have now, like a five-day and a 15-day. Oh, fuck it. Um, it should have just been the 15-day or the 30, if you ask me. But I mean, not to get into that past conversation, but, you know, in going through the memorabilia from my uncle... You go back, like I have like programs from the, you know, in the 80s and some that he had from the late 70s. And there was like one trainer for the entire team back then. And they were taking greenies. They had a glass yeah. bowl of greenies. And so now, now you have... in the middle of the locker room. You have a medical staff that's larger than most ERs in this country. Exactly. And yet these players are getting injured more often... And are on the injured list far longer. Thirteen. Yeah, that is obscene. I mean, where that would here. Let's read some of the names. Go, to, to me, talk. that would that points to an organizational issue. So here you want. I'm gonna, and it's not. I'm not just saying oh thirteen, but put it in context. Here, here's your fucking context. Aaron Judge, Stanton, Carlos Rendon, who was another signing. Luis Severino. Oh, imagine that. Harrison Bader just came off. Josh Donaldson. Oh, God. To the surprise of no one. Uh, Tommy Cainel. Pitcher. Lou Trevino. Frankie Montas. You you see here, those are pitchers. There's Scott Efros, Luis Gill, and Ben Rolfveld. Right. Uh, The last couple of guys are bullpen guys, but that's a... Let's see. That is two thirds. Two of your, yeah, half of your starting rotation. Your three, well, your two, three, four hitters. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't understand, man. I don't. And then you know you see that, and then you get. Everybody else who's on, you know how it is. They end up with a hundred and you know fifty batting average below the Mendoza line. And I know it's early, and I, and I know I'm panicking. Well, no, I was gonna say, but like be, when you're playing with people who aren't ready to be at the major league level because they're there out of necessity, you're not gonna have high averages. You're not gonna have high on base. You're not gonna no. have high ops. And, and especially that. this early, if you're Constantly hurt, not hurt, hurt. You're not. Baseball's all about rhythm, right? Right. Like you. Get, that's why they play 182. 160. 160. <laughs> Sorry, I was reminiscing. Okay. No, that's next year if Manfred has his. Way. I was thinking like yeah, 2032. The playoffs will end in Christmas. <laughs> if they had it their way, they'd be like, hey man, no need for spring training. They're playing all year. And the owners would be like, well, of course, but. Do I have to pay him more? I mean, like, can we still do the same thing we're doing now? We're going to get to that. <laughs> okay. All right. We are. So. Because I don't want to get bogged down. Too. Um, but keep going. Yeah. 
it, 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 it baffles me. It really does. And I'm not saying that the Yankees would be the Houston Astros. Sorry, I can't help myself. You mean the, the greatest team of all time? Ever. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. But, they're st- and they're still 500, which in a lot of divisions, I get it, would be second or third. Yeah. The AL East is a beast. It is, yeah. Yeah, run DMC. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's just, oh, we're almost 10 games back. Right. We have a, a 500 record at home. I say, like, if you were in the Central, you'd be in second place. If you were, you'd be in fourth place in the West. And then if we... Be fourth place in the East. Jesus Christ, what the fuck <laughs> is going on with the Pirates and Brewers? <laughs> I don't pay much attention to the to the, no, uh, no, no, no. the, the NL. We'll get to that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that Robert Patterson? No, it's Roger Federer. He's, he's there for the Met Gala. What? I was going to ask. <clears throat> Make a note. Well, so yeah. real quickly to transition so that we can get a little bit of the Reisendorf stuff. Okay, good. At that's... least you all have an excuse that you have all these injuries. So essentially the Cardinals, they're healthy. So, but real quickly to go... No, no, I, I did it. So, you have it. batting-wise, Paul Goldschmidt's hitting 303. Of course. Um, water's, behind him... Water's wet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you have, like, Wil- Wilson Contreras, our big signing, 272, but that's to be no, expected. No, that's respectable. It's fine. Um, the, the new love of the Cardinals' life, Noel Gorman, 267. Tommy Edmond, 264. Nolan Arenado, 239. That's the, that's the problem. Um, Ooh. Gorman is actually leading in most categories, like home runs, six, RBIs, 22. Stolen bases. So what's the problem? Seems like you're scoring a few runs yeah. more than the Yankees. Here, here's the problem. Our top ERA, oh, here we go. Jordan Montgomery, with a 3.34. Amen. But... With that ERA, guess guess who leads the team and lead and wins when leads. Well, leads don't win. So yeah, no. Um, is it Wainwright? Wainwright's still on the IL. Oh God, I forgot about that. Well, that might be so, part of your problem. That might be a little bit. But so we we have Jack Flaherty's healthy. We have Montgomery. We have Miles Magnum P.I. I don't know who was. Oh, that's the guy I wasn't thinking of. Michaelis. So. We have two pitchers tied with the most wins at this stage in the season with two, and that's Flaherty and Montgomery. Um, right behind him is one of our relievers and Giovanni Gallegos. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he, that's what not. Does he have like a win? Yeah. Michaelis has a win. We don't, I don't think any of the other starters have registered a win. Um, our, our top closer only has three. Now we've won 10 games. But our top closer has only won, has saved three of them. Whoa. Montgomery's whip is 1.23. It's not, I mean, that's just not good. No. Um, I mean, really the only, you know, Montgomery's name comes up a lot, although he leads the team in losses, too, with four. So is that because a run scored? Yeah, pretty much. But his, 
he's got 35 innings. He's averaging, or he's at 35 innings pitch. So he's doing what we brought him in for. Yeah, he's an innings eater. Yeah. I mean, that's what he does. Um, but so the guy who's pitching for the Cardinals tonight, who gave up four runs What's in the first. Mats? Yeah, Matt. He leads the team in earned runs with 22. That was before today. How many give up in the first four? Yeah. So now he's at 26. So, like, that's our problem. Like, pitching front to back is trash. I'm going to tell you a secret that someone, a wise man, father once told me. You need pitching to win baseball games. Imagine that. Yeah. I don't care if you've got the... Which is, so, to answer your question earlier, the Brewers still have a solid rotation. You still have, uh, what's his face? Um, That long-haired hippie dude. Um... What are you trying to say? Uh, uh, it's not Corbin. Because I always I always think of uh, Fifth Element. Corbin! Corbin! Um, Corbin! 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 Yeah. Um, what's his face? Corbin anchors their rotation. The Pirates is a very good question. I mean, I'm not pissed by that because I, I don't hate the Pirates. So here's what I was going to say. Just real quick. Positive note. Yeah. How about that, that 33-year-old guy... Who got called up to the major leagues oh, yeah, after yeah. however many years grinding it away? It's like twenty or so years. Yes, yeah. and now he could say and he played in the majors and he's got an above three hundred average. There you go. I was a major league player and I have a above three hundred average. I don't qualify for anything, but guess what? You get to say that for the rest of your life. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so and- good on him. That was fucking awesome. He got a standing ovation. I'm going to get to that when you get to, to Rosendorf about the standing O. But that's where, I, based on where we started out in, in terms of our conversations of MLB, the NL Central is the exact opposite. Almost everything else has fallen into place or is just starting to get to where we knew it was going to be. Right. But the and NL the Central... have done their things. Yeah. I can't believe the Giants are down there, but can I? Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's... They're they're melding back in. I mean, I I don't see them pulling it off this year, but maybe next Again, year they'll be. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. we're not very far now, into baseball season. Right, and and I don't like 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 I said, I don't hate the Pirates. Neither do I. I mean, of, they had the dopest hats ever. With of any Pittsburgh team, they're my favorite. Yeah, cause like the rest of them. Yeah. Um, so like I'm I'm glad for them. I'm I'm glad the team is yeah. I'm glad the team's doing that in spite of their ownership. I love you, Harrison. Look at this catch. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. That's at the bright spots, man. He oh, I love you. Don't get He hurt. saves runs no matter what like how if his batting average is low or He's whatever. He's had one his bat. his defensive war is astronomical. Which yeah. Yeah. But again, you got you got all that defense pitching wins, but you still got to score runs. Okay. But so, but that leads into, and if you haven't, it's, you know, watch it or read the article on Deadspin about Jerry Reisendorf being a saying well, the quiet part out loud. Deadspin does its wonderful magic of accentuating, but I mean, these are tweets that are being pet, being um, sent out by the, I guess it was the White Sox beat reporter. Um, um, it was. It was either the White Sox or the Bulls beat reporter, but they're they're quoting Jerry Reisendorf literally live. Correct. 
And he's confirming everything that we've... A Twitter thread of quotes. Like, he can source these quotes directly to the man himself of... How should I summarize this? Really succinct. It's literally everything we've been saying. Basically is, if you give the fans hope, they will pay money. Right, so that's why you have expanded playoffs. Correct. Which is... And the reason I put that in mind is... It's not where the Cardinal ownership does it. The Cardinals president and real GM says it all the time. And last year we won the Central. Like, okay. Right. That's not the end goal. But every year leading up to that, if you're the wildcard team, well, well, we made the playoffs, so it's a success. Nope. And you're going, like, not to shit on them, but, like, if if the Pirates made it in and, like, you know, the wildcard or the second wildcard, you know, that's good for them. Exactly. But when you're talking about the Yankees or the Cardinals— preeminent teams or say the Dodgers or the Mets or the Braves like you're you're expected to win yeah. your division year after year after year you know why because that's and, how it was right and before God, I wish people realized that before it was just American League National League it's like the Premier League it was a fucking table of teams right and, and whoever to, was on top and you had to be at the top but that and, and then, you know and then they slowly Move those goalposts, and now we're getting participation trophies so that the owners can keep or you know keep their attendance up. Exactly. Which is which because if you and and we've seen that with those teams that are mired and missing the playoffs year after year, their attendance goes down and down and down. That's why the A's. So so what do you do? You rig the system exactly so that it looks like you're doing well without actually having to do anything. To change your organization. And then you can point to teams like the, uh, who, who was the eighth seed? The, the Miami Heat. Yeah. Or the, back, back to basketball, <laughs> or uh, Florida beating Boston in hockey. Like, well, you, and, you get those and the owners are like, yeah, but see, all you got to do is make it. Well, like, or, I no, mean, like, that's, case in point, I, I haven't read any of the Boston press. Oh yeah, but you know there's somebody within the Bruins organization going. Well, we won the Presidents Cup and we and we made it to the first round of the playoffs. We had a so that's a good year. They literally had a historic most wins, most points, all that good stuff. And you're right. There's someone going pump the brakes. Well, but and and there's I guarantee you there's plenty of people in Boston going like, but we didn't win the fucking cup. Like that's a failure. You know. So and I get and, both and there's sides. and there's people in New York right now saying the same thing. Even though Dolan's people are probably going like, "Well, hey, we at least hey, had man, a shot." Did you see how sold out that garden was? Yeah, and I got two teams doing it now. Yeah, I'm gonna go play my uh, musical here. But it's 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 getting to the point with me and with the Cardinals where, and I think, and if not that Twitter's a a. a a sane barometer. No, it's accessible. But at the same time, like it, it, it gives you a, a sense, and at well, least it, it in terms of diehard crazy fans, they're going. Juventus. It's this constant thing of like year after year, we've been told by the Cardinal front office, like we're good with the pitching that we have. We do, we just got to get this right. And you're going, you're looking at it right now, going like you all fucked up. Like you've let year after year pass, and you don't go out and get. And now I'm not talking about relief. I'm talking about starting pitching. Well, like, yeah, it all starts from the, from true, the beginning of the game. True established starting pitchers. They have.
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>